0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome into to twitch.tv forward slash And let's check the microphone. And, gentlemen, and it seems to be working. We appear to be decent. Good morning, good morning. How the devil are we all today? Welcome in. Happy Monday. Start of a new week. And, uh... Baby, you appear to have a, a house coat on. <laughs>
1: uh, I do have a house coat on, Graham. Have you got a house coat? On? Oh,
0: I've got a house house coat as well. Yeah, I mean dressing gown, but house coat. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, we tuned into uh, Show's stream this morning. Show was wearing his his house coat. Baby dropped in, called it a house coat. So. When we jumped on the call with Bibby, so Bibby was wearing a house coat. Can I say house coat a few more times? <laughs> and I thought, do you know what I'm i gonna wear my house coat? So we're all house coated out. Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Enix eleven months with the prime. Woo 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 woo. Thank you very much for the prime. Alreed, welcome in, good morning. just just to clarify if anyone is late into the party doesn't know what we've discussed before um it's a dressing gown we just have we've had this conversation uh house is it just a scottish thing or is it like like is is that kind of used more commonly in scotland i don't know i don't know but house is slash well i say scottish is it just a scottish i also know it's an old lady thing so if, if you're an old lady and scottish then chances are you call your dressing gown a house court but that's that's mm-hmm. that's a different different thing that's not what we're here we're not here this is not your daily dose of house court news from around the world <laughs> this is the scoop if you don't know what this is or who we are then my name is Graham Day and this is the man that we call BB and uh, we are ice cream upwards uh, and in true ice creamy fashion this is the scoop uh, the UK's number one video game podcast even if we do say so ourselves we're gonna give you our thoughts and impressions on the biggest the best and breaking stories from the world of video games. and We want your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions in return. You can share that with us live each and every single week, Dave, when we go live without fail, no delays, on the dot, bang on the money at 10am-ish ish it's quarter past 11 uh but you know that's why we have an ish emote what's no point having an ish emote if you don't give people the opportunity to use it anyway we go live at 10 a.m ish each and every single weekday on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads uh, and if you're in the chat please feel free to jump in use your voice uh, and it's important that you do because we turn this live stream into a podcast a video that goes out on youtube and an audio podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, all of the places. So people can watch and listen on demand, but they don't get to use their voices right here, right now. Live on Twitch, so if you are here, that's on you. Do that for them. Uh, brief reminder, exclamation mark, loot drop. Should hopefully work, because chatbot is alive. Uh, exclamation mark, loot drop, tells you how uh, if you are a sub, you can get yourself a prize. Potentially, every month, potentially, only one person wins a month. But it could be you, in theory, every month. It's probably not to. To be but it could be um anyway if you are a sub make sure you have entered the loot drop it's free if you've subbed already using uh tier one two three or prime doesn't matter you can enter the loot drop each and every single month to bag yourself a prize we actually need to decide the prize for uh march yes. so we do the draw the first monday of the month um gary clark won this month's prize um just waiting still waiting on a uh, response from games apparel which is nice nice uh so we'll hopefully get that sent out some some point maybe even this week who knows who knows but gary will get his icu jersey this week and then we have something to give out next week so we'll have discussions on that as time goes on uh anyway i'll jump into the split screen good weekend bib
1: i for one had a very very good weekend how about you
0: Oh, that sounds like, a, before I talk about me, as a, why? Why did you have <laughs> very... Oh, it's because you said 4-1. <laughs> uh, it's because I got to chapter four on Super
1: <laughs> Lucky Tales. Uh, no, Manchester City beat Liverpool. Good result. 4-1. That.
0: Good result. That. Who'd have thought that? So, yeah, uh, uh, it's it's kind of a weird one. West asked me this morning, um, or last night, it probably was. I saw it this morning. Um... Who I would have liked to have won that game, and I, I genuinely don't know because I mean, my head's telling me well clearly you want Liverpool to win that game so you can close the gap yep. on on City, but my heart's telling me yeah but but if Liverpool win it again <laughs> so yeah. so uh, yeah it's a good
1: position but I mean if I if I was in United's position I'd still want Liverpool to win because I think I think Liverpool like it's the same way that I, in, in more often than not at this moment in time, if City win, I'd want United to win because I think United are more likely to drop points than I think Liverpool are. At this moment in time, Liverpool are definitely more likely to drop points. But, in the grand scheme of things, if all of the Liverpool squad was there and... did you The one excuse that Klopp, I said to Walker because I was watching it with him on Discord, I was like, he's going to come up with an excuse. I don't know what the excuse is going to be, but there's going to be an excuse in there. And did you hear what his excuse was? I didn't. For why Alisson ended up uh, Miss kicking the ball. No. He had cold feet. <laughs> well, there so maybe, you go. Maybe, maybe he had cold feet. But I'm like, look, Liverpool, I think United are less likely, to, uh, more likely to drop points than Liverpool were. At this moment in time, that isn't likely. But, yeah, I think uh, from United's perspective, I think you'd probably want Liverpool to beat City because... Liverpool are more likely to drop points than City are, so every time someone comes to play against City, you'd want City to lose so you can close the gap.
0: So, that, yeah, see that, like I said, that's that's your head talking, and that's what I'm saying. My head says, "Well, well, get get, get Liverpool dropping some, uh, taking some points off City there," then that's what you want. But my heart's just like,
1: mm.
0: oh, can, can we get? Nil-nil, but nobody gets points. That would be the best way. <laughs> <laughs> Match abandoned. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll take one of those, please. Uh, good morning, Mike. Uh, he says, hey, welcome in. Kohaiduks Go- says hi and then has all of the faces in the world. Welcome in. Good morning. Good morning. Mr. Mr. Garlic Clark is in the chat. Morning, Shaggers. Shaggers, hey. House Coats. E-. Welcome in, Gary. How's things? Good weekend. What would you get up to? What would you get up to? Uh, Enix says, whoop. Uh, I played some I played some uh, PUBG with Enix. We got absolutely trashed on Friday, which was nice. Uh... Ryan Coppin says I got my first goal two in Foot Champs. Oh GG, GG. See I nice, nice. I have never played Foot Champs. I'm not a big FIFA player. Um I'm I'm more Pez. So do you get anything good? I know you get like packs and stuff in in um the better so, like, you 17 wins for goal 2 I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm not sure but 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 then when you get the packs at the end is goal two kind of a good enough level to make sure that you at least get something decent because i know everything's random and down to luck. but if you get goal two are you likely to get a good player at the end of it is that how that works because uh, i keep seeing loads of stuff about gold two gang and 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 whatever I, uh, someone's even made i can't remember who it is it's one of the esports you guys has made gold two gold two gang as like a community or something um so i I know goal two is decent enough, but I don't know if you actually get anything from it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Enix says can't make an excuse saying because Virgil Van Dyke is out. Uh, Virgil Van Dyke is out. That your whole team is playing bad, especially up front. Yeah, I mean, having a weak defense means you ship goals. Um, United know that more than anyone, but that doesn't necessarily impact on the way that you go forward. If it does, then that's because you've got inside your own head i know that's people are going to stop like picking that apart and saying yeah but your defense is the start of your attack and if it, having a weaker defense means that you're obviously weaker in attack i mean that i can vouch for that uh, as a united player but as a united fan i mean back in the day when i used to put the boots on for united but but when you've got essentially the bones of the same team that had Virgil van dyke there plus better um Then going forward, they should be fine. It's Mm. on the counter, they should get hit. Um, But I don't know whether it's the fear of not having Van Dyke there or whatever, but they're just not as clinical, as decisive. Um, Plus, plus teams now know what to look for as well, so that goes against them as well. So, yeah, it's. They
1: still didn't have Laporte, Torres. De Bruyne, Aguero, and Carl Walker. Yesterday. Oh no,
0: Torres retired ages ago, mate, and he never played for City. <laughs> I've told you. Ferran, Ferran. No, no, no. I I plays for Real, Real
1: Madrid. Madrid. Yeah. yeah, I would have absolutely. Oh god, I don't know what I'd have done if I'd seen Fernando in a in a City shirt. I thought
0: it was going to happen for, for about for about two years. Thought it was going to happen for a United uh, from a United perspective, and then obviously went from Atletico to to Liverpool. Gutted, gutted. Uh, United picked with uh, uh, like. A, um, shoehorned into every conversation with David Silva uh, Fernando Torres um, David Villa um, like mm. all of us that young Spanish contingent like 15 years ago and we got none of them <laughs> <laughs> and with
1: Schneider don't forget Schneider that uh, happened every single year I, I
0: think he's still about to sign for us actually to be fair <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um uh cold maybe feet yeah, maybe maybe we should maybe we should cold feet says Gary fuck me uh <laughs> I'd have cold feet for uh, life for 80 grand a week. I'd have cold, fe- uh, cold feet for life for 80 grand. <laughs> I mean, I always have cold <laughs> feet anyway. That's why I've got Ugg slippers. and old man. Uh, Asim says, City have pretty much got it. Next five games will confirm it. City have Spurs, Everton, Arsenal, West Ham and then United. After that, we'll know who will win the league. Brackets, Sittet. No, I agree. I agree. I think that's pretty much nailed on.
1: That's still tough running. No, uh, Everton, is. Arsenal, West Ham and United. West Ham are playing great football at the moment. Arsenal are in 10th. They're not playing great. But Everton and United... They're both picking up points. Like it's they're they're not easy games by any stretch. Yeah, I'll take I th- five goals out of them. <laughs> I think
0: that's kind of what he was getting at because there's still like sixteen games left or something like that. Yeah. But the, after that next five, it could have it could be sewed up. If you get a good run of games through that, that's it. It's game over because after that you you'll just have like the stragglers and stuff, and you'll be playing without the pressure. You're just playing Mm. liquid football. Um a game at hand as well. Yeah, yeah. Fucker. Uh watched most of the Super Bowl last night and played some Borderlands three with Asim Uh I I may have I may have Borderlands. Uh so so maybe that could be that maybe that's something that we play soon. Hmm maybe (laughs) <laughs> Easy tiger, that's only in a weekend. Uh, uh, what's this superb owl though? Sounds like a pretty good owl. I I almost reshared my superb owl tweet that I've been sharing for the last two or three years. And I thought, you know what? It's had its day. I'll leave it alone. Uh, Enix says what Roy Keane said last night was spot on. They hyped themselves up, uh, then didn't keep a good mentality. Not once have they mentioned that they want to win it again. I think, I think that's the thing. Like this, it's it's almost going into a derby or something like that, you either run your mouth and then have the potential of being ripped apart or you keep your mouth shut and then you don't get ripped apart as much afterwards. And I think it's, uh, Liverpool have been a bit like that in terms of they've not been running their mouths, which it almost kind of like shows a lack of belief in themselves. So I, I do I do see that. I do see that. Uh, Liverpool have been playing at their maximum best for two seasons. Klopp getting the best out of everyone, even Origi catching up with them, it seems. Yeah, I mean, it happens. It happens. Um, Asim says, I love a good four-way. Especially in Borderlands. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, see, I, didn't, I I started Spider Man. That was my video game weekend. Uh, I restarted Spider Man. Uh, not in restarted it, I rejumped jumped into the story. Um, Spider Man Remastered. I got so far in, and it's been like the best part of a month since I. Uh, last touched it and it, do you know when a game just kind of weighs on you so heavily that you don't want to start playing it because oh, i need to get used to the bottom schemes and i need to f- figure out the storyline or i can't remember what happened and anyway after about an hour and a half yesterday i'm like why did i stop playing this this is amazing <laughs> so yeah there we go start playing of man again anyway anyway uh that was the video games of the weekend for us anyway bibi uh also had some pet stuff so he did not mention that, but he did. He did. That's true. He was telling me last night. Uh, I had some uh, PUBG's, some Spider-Man, but one thing I didn't have, although I did have quite a lot of chat about it with Halo, uh, with Jordan on Friday, was Halo, uh, which is good because that's our first... Oop, 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 find the window. That's our first discussion topic for you guys today. Um, feel free for in the chat to jump in with your thoughts on this as we go through because, as you will be well aware, I don't have many... Uh, uh, opinions and much to input on Halo, so you guys feel free to fill in the gaps. But Vicky Blake at Eurogamer says 343 Industries teases there's a new place and way to play Halo Master Chief Collection on the way. Um, expect changes to quit ban rules too. Uh, Halo: The Master Chief Collection developer 343 3 Industries is teasing a new place and way uh, a new place and way to play is on the way. In its latest Halo Waypoint, the developer can- uh, talked candidly about its challenging challenges. Nice, including a new seasonal challenge to unlock uh, the Mr. Chief helmet that's been uh, causing quite a bit of grief. (laughs) Is that supposed to say Mr. Chief?
1: No, I I absolutely (laughs) should say Master. I think uh, Vicky's just... Knocked this one out as fast as she could. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: mean, good effort. Good effort. That's incredible. There we go. Uh, so, uh, including a new seasonal challenge to unlock the Mr. Chief helmet. We we assume is Master Chief. Uh, that's been causing quite a bit of grief, as well as outlining penalties for unsporting Spartans who quit mid-game. However, burying the flighting future section of the latest Halo waypoint update. 343 Industries also detailed the next batch of test flights we have quite a bit of new content and we're looking to get it uh, we are looking to get into your hands but we are deciding what the right amount is and are still waiting to see what progress is made in the coming weeks and also teasers maybe a new place and way to play. Little else was given away unfortunately, but we can expect to learn more later this month. For now though, Halo fans are speculating that this may mean MCC is on its way to the Epic Games Store. Thanks VG247. As for mid-match quitting and the penalties for doing so, stating that the moral of the story is don't quit, uh, but if half of your team has, then you won't be punished for doing so. The current ban ladder sees first offender slapped with a one-minute ban, the second three minutes, the third five minutes, and the fourth offence will result in a ten-minute ban. Any additional offenses will see you get a further 10 minute timeout. Now, the first 50% rule will ensure you don't get penalized if over half of your team has already quit on you. The first 50% means that if you're in a 4v4, uh, that the first two players to quit on your team will receive a quit ban, 343 Industries postums explained. However, after at least 50% quit, you are free to quit without a ban. There, there is a caveat where if a player doesn't connect to the server and does not make it into the game, the automated automated quit ban service will not see them as ever being a part of that game. In this, in that situation, the first two players to manual quit on that team will receive the ban. And last, but certainly not least, all parties... Participants getting involved between now and the end of the month will unlock the Black History nameplate in honor of Black History Month. For full details, head on over to Halo Waypoint. Okay, so we know all about Mr. Chief, mm-hmm. and he's a rather lovely helmet. Woof, woof, he's a tiger. Uh, what are your thoughts on this bib?
1: Yeah, well, first of all, uh, I've, I just slagged Vicky off <laughs> for spell checking. It isn't a spell check. Jordan's just confirmed that it was a meme, uh, a meme character from. Season 5. Something along those lines. Yeah, it was a meme character in Halo. They included his helmet for Halo 3 in Season 5. So I apologize, Vicky. Why did I ever doubt your writing skills? Featured many times on the show. Apologies out of the way now. Um, <laughs> Jordan speculated that we could potentially, when I was speaking to him last night in his chat as he was streaming Halo 3, he yeah, was Halo streaming Halo 3, that... There could be a possibility that it may be something that ends up coming over to nintendo now we've had a million times we've talked about this it's been talked about a million times on twitter and social media and blah 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 that there could be a games pass feature coming over to the nintendo switch so that the are because they're both in bed with each other it'll be a nice little subscription based thing if this comes over to the nintendo switch but i think this would be the f- i'm trying to think of another first person shooter that's on the nintendo switch that is esports worthy 'Cause there's only rogue company, as far as I'm aware, that could potentially be made a eSport out of the s first person shoot as well. I mean that's third person, but a shooter ish type game. Cause I can't think of another one. So I think this would fit nicely on there if it ever did come over to Nintendo Switch. I know it's a kind of a pipeline dream, dream thing. I mean, we still haven't heard about the Nintendo Pro at uh, Nintendo Switch Pro. It's been speculation and stuff like that, but we never even heard of it. So Yeah. I think it would be nice. I mean if it's the Epic Game Store then it's a bit boring. Like it's teasing something massive, and it's just the Epic Game Store. That's it, it. Feels like the it feels like an obvious one. But imagine if something left field was to come out of like a Nintendo or something like that. That, that would be amazing. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Though. I mean, they could be. Are they teasing something dramatic, or is it just a case of it's a slow news day? So let's just dig out the news. Oh, something new and unconfirmed. Let's let's hype, hype, hype. I mean. We're all all guilty of jumping on a little bit of hype. So, I mean, it could be that. Let's jump back into the chat, though. Um, As, uh, (laughs) Asim, Mr. Chief. (laughs) What a typo. Gary with a Mr. Chief. Uh, uh, Enix says, Master Chef. Mr. Chef? Mr. Chief (laughs) He's an urban legend. Chief. Um, He's a meme character in Halo. They include his helmet for Halo 3 in Season 5. Mr. Chief is friends with Robert Cop. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, it was a meme comic that came out and then Bungie made it a thing then 343 three carried it on and in season 5 they included it as an armour customization. I just did google it and it was a weird sort of like like drawn on face on the mask or something um, plus all battle pass in Marv- uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, Master Chief Collection are free each season uh, like I showed in Bibi last really- night as in so every season you get the battle pass for free
1: yeah as uh, in you showed me last night because I remember playing through Halo Reach online, and they had a battle pass in there. They didn't have to pay for it. I thought, oh, this must just be part of Games Pass. Like I just get it for free. But apparently not. Jordan was showing me last night. Like all the battle passes are always free. It's just something to grind, grind for, which is cool.
0: Imagine a game coming with content that comes as part of the game. Imagine that. Wow, it's incredible. Uh, um, Yeah, I mean, so they don't have like a free and a premium version. It's just just premium, and everyone gets it for free. That's pretty cool. I like that. Mm. Um, Asim, I, I fully agree with Asim. Says he prefers it being a typo. Yeah, Mr. Chief versus Master Chief. I'll have that one, please. Uh, uh, found code that it might be coming to Switch, but also that they're including custom servers so they can do some crazy game modes and modifications. Uh, says Enix, Halo was the original console esport. It created console esports. That's 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 what Halo fanboys will say. Nah, nah. If you, I mean, if anyone has anything to dispute that, then feel uh, free. I, I would disagree with that only because I, I have never really been exposed to Halo eSports. But I don't disagree with that fundamentally. That could absolutely be logic, but that just seems bizarre to me. Um, I mean, it could be. could be. Uh, seems like 343 are ramping things up Halo-wise. Good to see. I'd love to get uh, back into Halo multiplayer. It's all I played until, until Halo 3 times back in the day. Interested to see what they do with MCC in the build-up to Infinite. Yeah, I think that that's kind of a key thing for me is... is I wonder if they expected Master Chief Collection to be doing bits as much as it has been doing in terms of, like, was that the plan all along? Or is it a case of, um, <clears throat> with Infinite being delayed, have they put more resources and time into uh, MCC to turn that into part of the hype train that leads the build up to Infinite. Either way, whichever way it works, it uh, worked. It is working very well from from what I can see. I don't. I wouldn't say Master Chief Collection is fully turning the needle um, in terms yeah. of registering it on everyone's radars. But for the people that do have interest in Halo already, I know that you're already kind of preaching to the converted. But a lot of people were put off by. Infinite. And I think Master Chief Collection and the way that they've been working on that, plus their pledge to make Infinite right, I think Master Chief Collection is that kind of... It's, it's getting rid of the bad taste. This is the nice, like, uh, little little bit of sweet to take away the sour taste that's, that's been left from Craig. <laughs>
1: well, the thing is, from my perspective, is, and I already fallen out of... After ODST and I, I'd already fallen out of the, the, the Halo series purely because they ended up going over to PlayStation. So... Like being able to go back and play Halo Reach and go back and play one of my favourite Halo games ODST, part of the Master Chief Collection, that was that's for. I mean I ended up buying them on Steam rather than um, getting them from Game Pass, even though I had Game Pass, I don't know why blue screened and just ended up buying them from Steam even though they're not like 6 foot each, you know what I mean, they're not expensive but um, going back and being able to play Reach because I never got to play that, thoroughly enjoyed it, I mean I, I don't know what the, the Halo community thinks about Halo Reach but I enjoyed it for what it was it was it was a good halo game like fair enough most of the time it's always about multiplayer i'm not i was like halo 3 i was i was massively in played a little bit of halo 2 didn't really play online and halo 1 but halo 3 was like that that's all i was playing at one point i I think if i went back and played online now, i would just get trashed like i've been out of the game for so long that forgotten the maps forgotten the best weapons forgotten all the hit boxes and stuff like that it'd make no sense but having the master chief collection there and having uh, the the classic Halo games all been upscaled, remastered, uh, retextured, it looks phenomenal. It's a it's a perfectly viable option to be able to go back and play these Halo games, especially if you'd missed them like I have. And my reasons for campaigns <laughs> um, rather than just focusing on my attention on playing online. So, yeah, I mean, for the for the sake of paying each game five or six quid or whatever it is,
0: amazing deal. I did lose you for a second then. Um, okay. It, so, yeah, I think you're back now. Uh, say boobies. Hello. Uh, nice, nice. Okay, keep talking. Keep talking. T- uh,
1: I don't really know what else to say. I don't know where I got cut off, but having Master Chief Collection on Halo and being able to go back and play the games are very good.
0: Uh Yes, nice, nice, nice. Um, do us a favor, jump, keep going through the chat. I'm just trying to drop my free sub. Uh, so.
1: All right. Okay. Uh, so Jordan says, "Yep, we can go back and complete previous battle passes. All free, free, for free. Have literally turned MCC around." Um, Asim says, "I think they now sensibly see MCC as a gateway path to buy an infinite by hyping and bringing the content as it's consistently before infinite comes out. Yeah, it makes sense. I wonder how much." Halo five is gonna go, be like if it's saw, not let's go. If you have to buy it for it to be in the Master Chief collection and it's and you're not buying it from Games Pass, I wonder how much it's gonna be. I wonder if it's gonna be like fifty quid or you can just go and get it on Games Pass. I think that's good. again it's the nice little
0: What infinite do you mean? Incentive.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry not Halo five, yeah, sorry, Halo, Halo Infinite. If it was to be able to go in and buy the game itself, um would it be is it gonna be fifty quid or is it the incentive to get it on Games Pass for tenor tenner or ultimate is like £14 or whatever it is. Um, is that the incentive for people to go in and get games passed for the month or for the year? I don't know. It's going to be very interesting to see how it works in with the, the, the MCC because I imagine now they want the MCC to be the launcher for all the Halo games. All the Halo games currently are sat in there as far as I'm aware. Um, so is that is the MCC going to be the launcher? Maybe that's what it is. is they're just going to make their own launcher rather than it going to Epic Games Store. They're just going to literally make their own... Ex- like ESO do. They have their own launcher. Um, so I wonder if it's something like that. Um,
0: Jordan says, they aren't putting Halo 5 on Massive Collection, they said. Uh, weird, they left it out. 100% they will sell a limited edition, Craig, edition for infinite. <laughs> <laughs> three. yeah. Really play it on community memes. Um uh, we'll definitely buy a Super Duper Collection Edition for Infinite if it has a helmet head. Uh, there you go. Let's get a Craig helmet. Nice, nice. Uh, I mean, I've I've got the helmet. Is 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 that not Must Chief? It's the same thing, isn't it? This is that not the exact same. Oh no, wait, no, that's Doom. That's oh god, oh my god. god.
1: Oh, let's start this again. Your
0: mentions are gonna go wild.
1: <laughs> oh, Graham Day! Thank you very much for subbing to the channel. Yeah, well, for twenty-eight months.
0: Well, you know, you know, you know. Uh, I just had it sat around. Just now, had a prime just laying there, just gathering dust. I thought, oh, I might as well get rid of it. Do you know what? Get it out of my space. And jobs are good, and not my space because that's something completely different. Uh, but yeah, if you have a prime laying around, feel free to throw it at us. We will take it away. It's like the council when you've got an old washing machine or whatever. We'll take it away. Don't worry. It's gone. It's sorted. It's lovely, lovely. Um, so yes, three four three. Uh, says that there is a new place and way to play Master Chief Collection coming on the way. I, I, I think, uh, regardless of however that is, they are they are uh, whatever that is, be that is, and they make it their own launcher, Be that using Epic, excuse me. Um, I think, it like yeah, we've said it's it's building towards Infinite. And answering your question, is Infinite gonna come out as fifty quid? Absolutely. Is Infinite gonna be a huge selling point for? Game Pass, absolutely. I think so. The, the same way that Gears 5 um, was a huge selling point for Game Pass at that point in time. I know a lot of people that picked up Game, Poise, uh, Game, Poise, Game Pass just to play Gears 5. Uh, I was somehow merged Game Pass and Gears 5 to somehow get Game <laughs> Um So yeah, I... I think, and and, uh, it's not as like I'm calling something that's unheard of. Uh, It's pretty logical if you think that far forward. But I think we would see a huge media spend on awareness. Not just around Infinite, though. I think Infinite will be a huge catalyst for Game Pass. So we we saw like 3 million subscribers for Game Pass at the end of last year. Xbox Series X sales and S sales are um, still... Skyrocketing, so I think Halo Master Chief Collection will be the is is now the catalyst that will start the campaign for huge media spend, for Infinite to push Game Pass and the whole Xbox ecosystem. I think that will be massive when that comes. What is it? Was it summer? Was it June? Or was it pushed even further back? I can't quite remember. But whenever it does come out, um, expect um, shitloads, yeah. shitloads around that. Um, uh, special edition Series X console, standard, absolutely, absolutely. Um, uh, look at everything that was infinite-branded in the UK. Energy drinks, Xbox marketing boards, adverts. That's all going to come back again. Um, I mean, the, the energy drink stuff was a bit daft, if you ask me. The fact that they had, like, monster energy drinks, which is fine, but some of it was you could get in the UK but was exclusive to America and stuff. They kind of ballsed up a little bit with the licensing of that. Um, but that's fine because the fact that they balls up on the game means they get a little bit of distance and they could try again. Yay! <laughs> um, so, yeah, it, it, it'll go big. It'll go big. Um... Anyway, let's speak about something else that could go big. Well, it actually once did go big. It was once massive. Uh, Not like that. Calm down, Easy Tiger. No, it's not one of those stories. Uh, This is something that, if you're in the UK, I imagine... Uh, you'll be more familiar than, say, if you're across Europe or across the other side of the pond. Um, and if you're of a certain age, this will definitely resonate with you. But Andy Robinson at VGC says, UK's Channel 4 is planning to reboot the Games Master TV show. The iconic British games programme will return as a social first show this year. Woo! Exciting times. Uh, UK broadcaster Channel 4 (laughs) is planning to reboot classic games television programme Games Master. It's told potential advertising partners. Channel 4 says it will revive the iconic British show as a social first programme this year with content to appear on its E4 channel, YouTube and social media platforms. Games Master aired on the channel between 1992 to 1998 and was the first British television show dedicated to video games. Pirate, thank you very much for the host, you beautiful man. Love you very much. Uh, Hosted by Dominic Diamond, with the late Sir Patrick Moore appearing in the role as the titular Games Master, the programme was comprised of game reviews and challenges as players competed for a Games Master Golden Joystick Trophy. Uh, The new show will see five celebrities compete across three television episodes, with one being crowned the Games Master Champion. Uh, They'll undergo challenges, races, and fights in virtual battle across all genres of gaming under the watchful eye of the all-knowing Games Master, Channel 4 says, in a pitch sent to advertisers. Each week, at least one celeb will be eliminated. uh, eliminated Over three episodes, five will become one, and the winner will be crowned. They'll play each other at everything from iconic classics to brand new releases. We'll also be serving tons of extra gaming-themed content to our audiences to keep them coming back for more. Uh, An image hosted on Channel 4's website for Games Master features Hollywood actor Patrick Stewart, but there's no mention of him in its ads pitch. Channel 4 is currently seeking brand partners for product placement and sponsorship. Future Publishing, the owner of the Games Master brand and publisher of the recently closed Sister magazine, last said it was exploring opportunities for a revival of the TV show in 2010. Games Master magazine from, uh, ran from 93 to 2018, having outlasted the TV series by more than 20 years. You can watch episodes of Games Master's first season on website Tired Old Hack. Uh, there you go. So Games Master could be back. Do you know what it is? Have you heard of it? Are you too young for it? Do you care if you do know what it is? What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts, Bib?
1: Uh, I I don't remember watching this because when this came out, it would have been one. <laughs> when it finished, out would have been seven um so i don't i may have watched it my granddad may have watched it so therefore i would have watched it but i don't actually remember it um but i mean it takes all the no- it takes all the right note i mean we're trying to get the new generation into video games like this i mean this is pretty cool i mean the, the concept of it is really good i mean when i first read this i know you and your brother talked about this in the stream uh into a couple of episodes so far this has definitely been more for you guys and the, the likes of uh, Gary and Asim and the, the older generation, shall we say.
0: Back in my <laughs> day.
1: Back in my day. So, yeah, it's for me, I, I was just a little bit too young for it, but I love the concept of it. And I definitely, if it actually comes back, is Patrick Stewart the right person for it? I think he would be a very, very good host for it. But surely there's got to be other people to be able to host something like this. Uh, he's, a very, he's a very, very talented actor, is he, a, is he a TV host? That's the difference.
0: Well, that said, I mean, he's old, he's bald, and he's called Patrick, um, and has absolutely no link to video games, but is very closely linked to the stars, which is exactly what Gamers Master was previously. Patrick Moore was, <laughs> was basically an, was it like a, an astronomy sort of person, um, like almost like Professor Brian Cox. He was, he, I think he was basically thrown into it because... People were like, video games are for nerds. Patrick Moore is a mega nerd, so he can be games master. So I think it was that. So in that kind of sense, Patrick Stewart probably is, if you're going for the ball that's been set, <laughs> down to his name, he's a good match.
1: Uh, if you're looking for someone who's bald and charismatic, fucking <laughs> get Richard O'Brien back. I mean, obviously he was on Crystal Maze, but he takes out of the boxes. Stop Diary the O'Brien. games, please. Yeah, yeah. so Daryl O'Brien. Bring him in. He's bold and he's very good at doing games. I mean, his what was the TV show? I, I used to watch it all the time. It was on Dave. That's gonna piss. Go me eight off. bit. Go eight bit. That was it. Yeah, that's that. I really enjoyed that show. That was that was great.
0: See, I think I think Dara Brian is is the wrong option because he is video games already, and I believe it's it's talking to. An existing audience. Dara has—he's on the BAFTA panel, as far as I'm aware. I'm aware. He's, deli- he's delivered—I um, uh, think—BAFTA and maybe Golden Joysticks. Maybe not Golden Joysticks, actually. Maybe I'm getting mixed up. But he's definitely—he's definitely hosted some video games award shows. So Dara is pe- uh, someone that people For- know is linked to video games, has done content on video games, and I think it would just be kind of like, oh, let's just wheel out Dara Brain again. It's like ITV going, who should we get to host this? Well, you, why are you asking the question? Because it's going to be on and deck that's, that's the, the only <laughs> yeah. people that you ever choose to host anything ever.
1: Uh, you all fuming. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, I mean, I love Dara Brain as, as a comedian, as uh, a host, every sense of it. I just, I don't think, I think he's kind of too safe, Uh, in that sense. Whereas Patrick Stewart does, he's already got a foot in in video game, well, not video game, but nerd culture um, Mm -hmm. already through the MCU and through Star Trek. Um, I say MCU, through Marvel uh, slash Sony Creations and X-Men, not in the MCU, but he's he's already got a foot in nerd culture. So he brings wider nerd, nerd culture into video games, Culture yeah. and he brings a, a sense of Hollywood as well. So I think I think he would actually be quite. I would never have. He would not have been on my list. But now, now someone's kind of said it. It's uh, kind of sat with me for a 2nd thinking, okay, that would be quite good. That would be quite good.
1: He's uh, it, got. He's got to be. I mean, it, uh, as we said, he's a very, 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 very talented actor. I just don't think I've ever seen him host anything. But so being an actor and then hosting something are two completely different skill sets.
0: I saw him host uh, my degree ceremony as the Chancellor of the University of Huddersfield, as a man that's born in Huddersfield. Then Patrick Stewart gets my vote. So there you go. There you go. Uh, Absolutely no bias whatsoever there. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if he is is actually the Chancellor of the Huddersfield University anymore, but he used to be, at University of Huddersfield, he used to be the Chancellor uh, there. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, there you go, there you go. Um... Gary Clark says, "Older generation, cheeky fucker." <laughs> uh, I've just turned thirty. How old are you, Graham? Thirty-three. Uh, Twenty-eight. Uh, I'm. I'm Alex. I'm thirty-five. I'm old. 35. Um Asim says, Pfft, "ICU is greater than games master." You got goddamn right. Interesting, but majority of the time, TV productions companies get the tone of these gaming shows completely wrong. It's too stereotypical and not in tune with actual culture. Hope if they do bring it back, they put some work into the tone. Do you know what? I agree. But then I see Channel 4's name on it. Channel 4 are really good at capturing that youth culture. They've done it quite a few times with, like, um, obviously over-the-top kind of stuff, but, like, skins and and misfits, yes, they aren't how people behave, generally, but they're good at capturing um, cultural talking points Mm. that that sort of like almost tweener audience that kind of will hit adults and hit kids and hit everyone in between as well. The Channel 4, particularly the E4 kind of things, they're quite good at that. That said, um, I've seen... Um, I can't remember the name of the company that did Legends of Gaming... Uh, E, it begins with an E. I can't remember the the ones that made Big bro- Brother'y kind of stuff. Um, they did Legends of Game in event in like London. Or uh, en- like that. Endemol, that's it. Endemol Entertainment. They are quite good at capturing the youth vibe. And when they stepped into video games, it was horrendous. So yeah, I agree. It's definitely something to be kind of worried about. Will it? Will it just make video games look daft again? Because video games don't need Games Master anymore. They did back then. Yeah. They don't need it now. So. If it comes back and it's exceptional, wonderful. Okay, we can we can say that it's a return to form. If it comes back and it's shit, then it's like, look, we've just proved ourselves as as a defining area of culture, more profitable than the movies and TVs combined. Um, and now we've just got Captain Jean Luc Picard sat looking like a robot. Whilst fucking, I don't know, some some list celebrity plays against someone else on Mario Kart and then jumps into uh, WWE 2K Battlegrounds. And it's like, you were shit at both of them. You All you ever clearly play is FIFA and COD. And now we're making you play these games, which is making the great games already great look bad. Uh, so, so, yeah, if it's good, I'm all on board for this. I'd, I'd like to see. I, I miss having proper video game TV. I mean, don't get me wrong. I spend all day watching Twitch. I watch video game TV, but I miss having proper TV and video games. Because there's video games and then there's TV. And and at the moment, they've happily segregated into two separate things. I'd like to see that that convergence again back in the middle. It would be nice.
1: How old were the contestants?
0: It depends. It, they, they were um, anywhere from... Uh, I think, did they have celebrity bits on it as well? I think they may have done, but unless I'm getting it mixed up, I'm pretty sure they had kids and stuff on it as well. And, like, some weeks you'd get, okay, we're playing against each other on Street Fighter, and then some weeks uh, like they'd choose just a random game or something, which is actually quite funny, because you were saying I was seven when it finished in the 90s. Um... Anyone over the age of seven didn't play video games, if you were to believe what everyone was saying online. So you were absolutely yeah. the target audience for that, Bib. You've been let down. You've let us down. You've <laughs> let yourself down.
1: I'm sorry for being so young.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, to be back. Uh, da, 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 da. Um, Luke, good morning, dude. He says, if they modernise it uh, without going too cringe, Games Master could be great, but I feel it would be just dumbed down for the masses and fail, like most mass media video games content. See, yeah... That's a great summary of what I've just said. Absolutely. You you put it better and more concise. Um, that's that's it. There's the fear the of trying to make video games fit in with everything else, but video games have provo- proved that it doesn't need to. And that's what, where Legends of Gaming kind of went wrong for me. Legends of Gaming was about Endemol Entertainment taking a large selection of huge content creators, the likes of Calfreezy, Syndicate, uh, Allier, um, a bunch of others, and they were all competing to be the legend of gaming. It was basically a... a, You could tell it was Endemol because the idea was, let's have a show that has a climax, and the climax is the live event. Um, But it was about the show as opposed to about the content creators and the video games. So Mm -hmm. it was... Video games were a vessel to, to talk about how good TV was. Um, whereas Games Master was never that. Games Master was a TV show that talked about video games. And if. That's why so many of them have been bad, because it's usually. Video games can can help sell our space on TV. No, it's not. Video games are the, are the subject. That's what you talk about. And Legends of Gaming absolutely missed that completely. Um, they've had a few of them in, uh, in the past, uh, like gamesville on sky one uh i was on two episodes i think you've mentioned that before actually and more recently that one on dave uh, is like dave was that the go eight bit one uh, yeah i've not really watched much of it to be fair um, uh, he might have lived on the moors with him coming from around here oh <laughs> <laughs> um uh, oh, you're about Patrick Moore. Ah, okay, 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 get yeah. you. Uh, goes on YouTube to try and find that Asim Tanvier episode of Gamesville <laughs> before. Oh,
1: I don't remember that. How long ago was that?
0: Uh, I've had. A, it's, it's definitely a long time ago because I think it was about ten years ago when I had a conversation with Asim on Twitter. I think uh, about that at some point. Um, Dara is too is too old man for a new Games Master presenter. It needs to be more youth focused to succeed. Um, see, I, th- I, th- I no, I, I agree. I think though, even though Patrick Stewart is, is probably like Dara O'Brien's age plus fifty percent, I think Patrick Stewart, even though he is incredibly old, has uh sorry, sorry, Mr Mr Stewart, I take ticket back. Um I think he has a bit more of that youth cut in because of his Hollywood uh persona, his the prestige around him. So yeah, no, I agree, I agree, Dara kinda doesn't have that as much, even though Patrick Stewart does being older, if that makes sense. We're
1: only throwing out two names there. There's going to be a whole host of people that are going to end up potentially hosting this one. I, I just... I don't know who... I never watched the original product, so for me, I'm going to watch it regardless, so that'll be interesting.
0: It was... It was... Think... Think... Did you watch Robot Wars? Yes well it was it was Not BB- the
1: reboot the original ones yeah
0: it was bbc so i think think robot was in in the fact that it's very small studio y kind of like indie filming environments and then similar to um early to mid um what? Uh, top gear where they had like a clearly a small set by the end of it they had massive sets with all these cars and shit in it but but it was kind of like that it was a small set that was decorated to look a bit industrially kind of thing i thought was it filmed in a yeah. warehousey kind of thing anyway the whole thing wasn't huge it was pretty small and concise so it was quite quite low budget really but it was quite characterful because of that and dominic diamond uh he was clearly a gamer and and uh him with the knowledge of the others and the video game, it was, yeah, it was just well done. It was well done. It was well done. So if they do it again, they kind of need to keep that niche vibe. But the good thing with all of that was it was I hate saying this because if anyone is a new brand in, in video game marketing, what will they tell you? We are, uh, it is, it is for gamers by gamers. Yeah, we know okay. Every, everything is everything ever is for gamers by gamers, but that literally was that. It was, um, it hit the, hit the notes. Like we're talking about Channel 4 hitting the notes with, with um, skins and misfits and things like that. That did speak to gamers. It wasn't as cheesy as a lot of other stuff. Um, so I think they kind of need to do that. Again, same way Top Gear went from being a car magazine to, um, to whatever the hell you can class it as now because it just resonated and they, they let it evolve naturally rather than trying to push an agenda. So if they do that, then it could be good. It could be good. Also, baby, your room's not purple, so you need to sort that shit out.
1: <laughs> you know what, i don't even turn these lights on it, it's just on a timer so i just completely forget that they're on if i'm being on it, it, you can't really see them like, <laughs> when i'm at now because of this floodlight that i've got on me i don't even know that they're on looks
0: beautiful beautiful um pirate says hey i'm in my golden years Thank you for being a friend. Uh, (laughs) uh, The trouble with people uh, is that when this goes live, there'll be so many that go, well, this isn't as good as the old show. F this shit, which is ridiculous. Yes, it's got the same name, but that doesn't mean it has to be a carbon copy of the old show. Yeah, that's... You kind of... You'll get that either way, don't you? They either stay true and they go, well, you might as well have just done the same thing again. You might as well just re re add the old ones. Or they go something completely different and try to reboot and they go, well, this isn't Games Master that I know. So you kind of... Damned if you do, damned if you don't, in that sense. Maybe they should have
1: just brought it back but called it something different. Because for, You're forever living off the prestige of something that happened nearly 30 years ago. And like you say, it just divides people coming back and saying, it's not as good, this is shit. If you just brought something sim- of similar... I've got it. A I've,
0: similar vein. I've got it. We've already had it. Not Games Master, Games Mister. uh channel 4 feel free to uh hit us up it's ice at jellymedia.com you know <laughs>
1: you're welcome yes okay brilliant I'm down <laughs>
0: anyway on that bombshell let's let's move on I think we, I think we've done all we can do with that so games mister the uh, games master reboot that isn't named that will potentially be coming to channel four stuff uh, sometime soon uh as you can see from this uh, artwork within the this artwork within the article put on screen for you now there you go so let's cut to uh, cut to it e4 are rebooting games masters so we will see we will see when we get more news than that we will share with you um and also keep you updated on whether they do actually reach out to us to name it games mister you never know you never know um Anyway, speaking of reaching out, this is something that we um, spoke about last week and didn't really understand the implications of the fact that this next story was actually in place or why. Anyway, it turns out a lot of other people didn't understand because it's then led to following conversations. Obviously very cryptic without me telling you what it is, but the story basically revolves around Warner Brothers having a patent on Shadow of Mordor's nemesis system. Nemesis system is basically the way that your character interacts with other characters in the game and how they get better or stronger, or by uh, you defeating them, how other characters then uh, step up. And basically the story evolves around you. Well, that's a really good story. It's strange that it's never been used. Turns out they have a patent on that, uh, that system so that other people can't use it. Anyway, fast forward to now, and Andy Robinson at VGZ says, Warner Brothers receives criticism uh, for the patenting of Shadow of Mordor's Nemesis system. U.S. Patent Office approves publisher's application. Mike Bithel calls Move gross. Uh, so Warner Brothers Interactive, the publisher of Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor, has received criticism from some developers after it succeeded in patenting Excuse me, the game's nemesis system. As reported uh, by IGN, the US Patent and Trademark Office has confirmed that Warner's patent will go uh, into effect on February 23rd of this year, with the option to maintain it until 2035. The patent covers a system featuring procedurally generated NPCs that exist in a hierarchy and interact with and will remember... uh, the actions of players. Any such system is now effectively the property of Warner Brothers Interactive. Warner Brothers had been trying to secure a patent for the Nemesis system since 2015. Mike Bithel, the designer behind Thomas Was Alone and John Wick Hex, was one developer who criticised the news on social media. Quote, This is really gross, especially for a franchise that built its brilliant Nemesis system on top of a whole heap of mechanics replicated from other games, he wrote. As all games do, because that's how culture and creativity works. Be a better neighbour, Warner Brothers. Kat Manning, a narrative designer at Riot Games, said she was concerned that Warner's patent could be used to shut down innovation in other games. uh Okay, we have in Im- oh, actually the article uh, reads it. So th- their tweets are embedded, but quote in the article here. I looked at the patent and it's so broad as to be absurd. Multiple. Other emergent narrative systems that I have seen and worked on could be described with their language. It probably would not be legally enforceable, uh, but I and other indie devs don't have the money to find out. She added, I have zero interest in copying the Nemesis system whole cloth. Personally, there are a number of things I would uh, there I would do differently, but the patent is so broad that I'm still worried that it's a license to stop any similar work from being developed. Historically, many game developers have uh, patented gameplay systems featured in their projects, but as noted by PC Gamer, there are few public examples of them. Uh, public examples of them being actually enforced. Bandai Namco patented arranging a plurality of objects, like in Katamari uh, Damacy. Is that how you pronounce that? I'm going to say it is. Uh, But there are many games that feature uh, such a system. Likewise, EA's patent on the Bioware dialogue wheel didn't shut down Deus Ex: Mankind Divided or Fallout 4. Uh, Microsoft has also had a paid, had a patent on games awarding bonus points if the player performs feats of style that are not necessary tasks of the game for 19 years, but has seemingly never enforced it on the many games with style points, as pointed out in a video game, uh, in a video by Game Maker's Toolkit. One patent that did result in legal action was related to floating arrows that told players where to go in Sega's Crazy Taxi, which was part of the lawsuit Sega filed against Fox Interactive in 2003 after The Simpsons Road Rage. Uh, use the same feature. However, Sega's dispute with Fox Interactive involved many more similarities than just the game's floating arrows. The suit was settled out of court for an undisclosed amount. So, Warner Brothers are receiving criticism after their Shadow of Mordor's nemesis system has been patented with with an extremely uh, wide-reaching verbiage used to describe it could potentially have effects on others in the industry what were your thoughts bib
1: this is rough uh as mike biffle said it's it's interesting that they've managed to patent something after taking inspiration from many other games and then just slapping a, ta- a tag on top of it it could be that they've done this so that people have to go to them to be able to pay to use this system so they own it and then they can rent it out for people to be able to use but who's to say that they're not going to use this as a base but then create it themselves the reason we've got so far with video games is because they've taken inspiration for everything and then the thought okay we can we, we we can make this better we can improve this and they will tack on two or three things on top of it and then it makes a new way of playing games like the dialogue wheel um that's been used in the likes of fallout uh, mass effects things like that so uh, i don't understand how they think that they can well they have done it. i don't say how they think they can get away with it they've done it um, so i'm very interested to see how this how this works i mean it's a it's, that's probably the reason why we haven't seen this in any other game it's a very very good system and i do like the way that the system plays out it makes the game feel unique and it feels like you are having a different you could i could have a completely different experience of a game than you do purely because of I may have died or I may have killed the enemy in a completely different formula or format than you have. So I like that. I like the way that that plays out. However, how people people will find a way to get around this because there's no way that the system is never going to get used apart from Warner Brothers. It's just never going to happen.
0: No, no, I, I agree. I agree. I think on paper, taking someone else's intellectual property and, and, and sticking it in your game... Is bad. Is bad. Absolutely. I don't think anyone um, would dispute that. I mean, the fact that even the article names like three or four other key instances of where people have done that. So, Microsoft, EA, um, uh, Sega, uh, they've all. Bandai Namco. So, Bandai Namco, EA, Microsoft, Sega all had similar sort of things in terms of protecting their. IP. The issue, though, is 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 how wide ranging that wording is. Is one of the things that that the video games industry is very good at is is allowing the video games industry <laughs> in terms of we're all kind of in it together. Uh, and is that because the video games industry has traditionally stereotypically been this small, knit community of developers that all like you 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 go to like um, one of those like hack sort of meetups i can't remember what they're called but basically where you all just kind of like go build a bit of code and make something spectacular happen in video games or whatever okay. that's kind of the games industry at its core when you boil down to the developers um okay. so everyone's always been pro sharing ideas sharing everything is this because it's warner brothers which is a huge uh in, uh, endemic brand in terms of this is in gaming and outside of gaming is it because it's using shadow of mordor which is a lord of the rings brand is it because this is so big that it's not just is it is it losing touch with that that foundation of what made video games video games yeah we want to we want to protect our game obviously well, this is our game we've spent time developing this we've paid shitloads of money for the licenses mm-hmm. god knows for uh, for that so we absolutely definitely deserve to get paid for this but is it a case of, with the patents being so um, gross, as Mike Bithell calls it, is that the difference here? The fact that that Warner Brothers haven't just said, okay, uh, there's our NEM system, it's really good, to keep it all. Is it? Is it the fact that, that it's been so poorly worded that, that it's now kind of almost halting creativity? That's the issue, is if we start to get people locking things down so wide that something that's close to the mark doesn't hit the mark but is close to the mark is oh no that, that looks like it's a hit for me you can't do that and if you do that then yeah we're taking you to court because i mean how could um one man band developers take one Brothers to court it's just not going to happen that's not going to happen
1: i think this, this is this this system is still going to be used by people i think it'll be naive to say it won't they'll just find ways around it and do it themselves I mean, it, it, if it was just a case of the patent it so that people can go and pay to use their system, that's perfectly fine. You've developed it; it's a fantastic system. People want to use it. Make bank. Do you know what I mean? it's is it, do whatever you need to do. I, I don't think it'll be enforceable. I don't think that they will. I think they'll just uh, they'll just be like winking at people, going, "I see, I see you using our system there." Well, I, nice one.
0: yeah, I can kind of, I can kind of either see it being a really bad PR exercise for one of us if they start going after. Um, basically the feeble one-legged man developer someone that's that's only just keeping a floor, only keeping himself balanced um and then one of go that's too close and he's like it's actually really different but i can't fund that i can see that that kind of thing happening maybe um uh What's probably less likely is that happens multiple times and then someone with sugar daddy-esque ability to come and fund a bankroll in kind of like, no, nope, we'll take this fight if you want to take it that way, to then get uh, it changed. Because, yeah, patent exists in that sense, but would that patent being so loosely labeled hold up in court not so much because it, it it wouldn't if you if you start to get legalities picking apart and it's like you can't actually just say the color blue has been patented because because no what you didn't you made is a specific tone of blue you didn't blue it's yeah um anyway let's jump into the chat what's what's been said um the last series after Diamond left uh, Games Master was filmed in an abandoned prison. There you go, David, with the memories. Um, Pirate says, what game? Uh, Shadow of Mordor. But you've probably seen that by now uh, from when you've written that. I am curious. Uh, On the new story, not sure I go with Biffle and Outrage. It's an innovative system. So Warner Brothers are more than within their right to patent it. Also doesn't stop anyone else doing something similar, just as long as it's not the same. As the article points out, dialogue systems from Mass Effect still being done. A bit of faux outrage here, I think. Warner Brothers painted, uh, patented to secure their system. Um... Uh, Asim also then says, I reviewed Ninja Gaiden and played Grabbed by the Ghoulies, hey, uh, yeah. which is the Halloween challenge, if you find. Well done. Um, it won't stop other companies doing something similar. You'll still see other games having some uh, something similar, even though it's a wide-ranging patent. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I, th- I think that is, ho- I say hopefully, just because we're obviously looking at-, at a news article that's asking the question to our face. Um That is where you think it would happen. That's where you think. That's kind of where it has happened. It's almost like streamers being allowed to play games. Yeah, we're kind of letting you get away with it. That's kind of what it is. That's kind of how content creation works. If you play a video game on stream, a lot of content creators that haven't really done the research and haven't been around for a few years just feel that they've got a right to play video games on stream. No, you aren't. Not really. (laughs) Um, So that's kind of how that sort of stuff works. So the the Mass Effect stuff, the... um, the the arrows from um, whatever the Sega game was was it Crazy Taxi yeah Crazy Taxi yeah. into a um, Simpsons Road Rage kind of thing great game by the way uh, both both uh, what was the what was the Robert Cop Crazy Taxi version that we were looking at the other day like
1: oh God let me see if I can find it <laughs> yeah and I really want to play it. Right, yeah. no, obviously.
0: I mean, this is absolutely not infringing on crazy taxis. This is mental Uber. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, God, what was it called? It was something just as generic. It, it, like, oh, there we go. Oh, no, that's something else. <laughs> that taxi crazy or something like that, it was called.
0: Crazy bus, says <laughs> Gary. <It's> <laughs> Hysterical bus. There we go. Uh, yeah. What's more likely is that is that, yeah, Warner Brothers... Taxi Chaos. Taxi Chaos, that's it. So there you go. There's a a, 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 a crazy taxi knockoff um, on PS4 called Taxi Chaos. So fill your boots, fill your boots. There you go. Um, Yeah, what's more likely is Warner Brothers are proud of what they've developed and they've realized that the rest of the industry are looking at it and so that people don't just carbon copy and knock it off, they've put the patent in. If people then develop their own uh, systems that work in similar ways but are in fact different then the likelihood is that's not gonna be the case. Um uh, that yeah. Warner brothers don't want to spend all of their time in court fighting lawsuits that they know would be probably questionable at best in terms of their chances of winning, uh, winning It's just a case of keeping people away from their stuff. That's what that's what it probably will be. There is always a chance that Warner Brothers could be evil. But chances are they probably won't be. Chances are they probably won't be. Um um, uh, I think it's more to stop big name devs using an innovative system uh, they've created and making billions. Yeah, absolutely. That's 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 what it comes down to. Usually, it's not a case of they're strangling out the creativity of the market because ideally, the whole market benefits off the rest of the market being creative. Um, Warner Brothers developed from other other indie developers being creative and putting ideas into the market. So, I mean, we we've seen it with Battle Royale. Epic Games absolutely capitalized on. Uh, indie developers I mean look at what happened with the whole uh, battle royale genre that came from indie developers and is now the single most profitable fucking I mean that props up epic games so they kind of want the people below them to still be creative so it would it would be it would go against their best interest in the long term to stifle creativity in the industry and you know worst case a a small indie developer has an idea just buy them there you go you Warner Brothers just (laughs) nice um uh, Crazy Taxi was absolute classes, Gary. Uh, I think some Uber drivers use Crazy Taxi way of learning to drive, to be honest. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, although I don't remember. It's been been a long old time since I've got into a, an Uber. I don't know. Anyway, one final story. A quick change of pace. Um, anybody interested in, in boxing games? What was it? Yay! Uh, would, you, would you play a boxing game? Have you been hyped for a boxing game for a while? Are you missing boxing games? What are your thoughts, bib
1: I think we've. Uh, when was the last one? It was in uh, Fight Night Champion, wasn't it? And when was that? When did that come out? Was that PS Three? 2008.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't even. This we haven't got one of the last gen- generation. Yeah. Uh, uh Mad says yes. It looks awesome. Is that is that a different match? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I still play Fight Night Champion. Again. He's got he's got a red name, not orange name, and he's and he's not got the sword of power. Uh uh but yeah madge says i still play fight night champion i mean i i absolutely adore um boxing games all the way back to like mega drive and snes sort of times what was the one where you were this like weedy little boxer going eh, eh, at the bottom of the screen and you always had to fight like some big mike tyson looking beast at the top of the screen was it like super punch out or something that i can't yeah, remember mike tyson super punch out yeah yeah and like I've played a few different boxing games from there all the way through to playing all of the, the modern games. Fight Night Round 3 was, was still my favourite all-time boxing game um, just because of how good it looked. They kind of sacked off um, the art and craft of of making nipples and belly bones look nice they just focused on okay we'll get a rough frame and make the face look exceptional and then allow you to like heal and and, then it just it just absolutely resonated came out at the time when video games were exceptional with the ps3 and uh, xbox 360 that sort of it just just hit just hit very very well no pun intended um so yeah the fact that we haven't had a boxing game for a while, is a bit disappointing. Because I've i got UFC uh 2, I've now got UFC 3, because I've got EA Play. But I just want to stand and, like, I, w- I want a fucking good old Jim Ross, JR's barbecue slobber knocker. I want to be stood there punching <laughs> and have haymakers swinging left, right and centre. But then someone grabs hold of my leg, uh, drops me in an ankle lock, and then we're doing some sort of, like, weird make-out dance on the floor, which, which again, it's MMA, it's part of it, but I, I want to just... Fisticuffs. So give me a boxing game. I would like a boxing game. Anyway, the reason we're waffling all of this is uh, this tweet. We don't have a news article, so we will fill in the blanks ourselves and with you guys in the chat. But this uh, tweet here from Ricky Hatton, MBE, a.k.a. Hitman Hatton. Um, I've seen the latest graphics in at ESBC game. Amazing what they have done arriving soon. So if we hover over ESBC is Esports Boxing Club the official page for Esports Boxing Club by, Stee- uh, by Steel City Interactive, partnered with WBC, uh, WBC Ring Magazine, IBF, CompuBox, and more. Uh, I literally had not heard about this until this morning. I, I did not know this was a thing. Um, no. Anyway, I will click through so if you can- so you can see the image on screen here. This is Ricky Hit Manhattan. Um, Looking mighty fetching in his next underwear. I see you, Ricky. Hey, full on more cat. He looks a happy chappy, he? <laughs> he, 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 well, he? looks a happy chappy. <laughs> yeah. This was just before 4 1. He was nervous. And then after if it, if he took his pictures like two hours later, it had been like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> um, so... well,
1: because, Funny story about Ricky uh I, He only lives up the road from where I am in Hyde. Um, <laughs> and he was at our local pub. And he kept on punching me in the ribs, asking me if I want a pint, big man. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. He just, I was stood at the bar and he's just punching me in the ribs. Like, not not like fucking winding me or anything like that. And he's like, Do you want a pint, big man? Do you want a pint?
0: I'm like, not like Conor McGregor right. punches people in a bar. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm, like, I'm alright, mate. I'm alright. He's like, I've won. Want, I want. So, yeah, he ended up buying me a pint. I'd never spoken to him before in my life. I was literally waiting to have a game of pool and he was stood next to me, chatting shit about, say. Err.
0: Uh... I met him briefly at a city game. Um, I was there uh, doing hosting stuff, uh, content bits, and I was there with Bateson, um And he was like, "Is that is that is that Hatton?" I was like, "No, that's not Hatton." It's like that's well, Ricky Hatton. I was like, "No, it's not." Um, I mean, this is Rich coming from me as a, as a chunky boy now, but I was like, in my mind, Ricky, Ricky Hatton was always this streamlined sort of like. Go fight first. Yeah, and basically, just evolved as anyone does. He got a bit older, didn't train as much, and he was just a bit chunkier. But soon as yeah. he turned round, it was like, fuck me, that's Ricky Hatton. <laughs> just about said yeah,
1: Mike said, "Is there any pub that he hasn't been in?" He was, he was in the railway, Mike. He was in the railway when Ronnie, <laughs> Ronnie had it.
0: Well, uh, within like a split second, I turned around and said to Bates, and, "Yeah, that was Ricky Hatton." Turned back and he was stood there with his arm around Ricky Hatton, getting a selfie. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there you go, there you go. Uh, so that's that's Ricky Hatton getting photo scanned in. And I thought, honestly, to myself, um, thought uh, esports boxing club. Um, First things first, my issue is esports has a lowercase e and a capital S. This is yeah. gonna be a catastrophe. They don't even know how to say esports, and they're calling themselves esports. This is gonna be shit. Not, in- it's not gonna capture my attention. Clicks on the image, and I'm like, fuck me, that looks well good. <laughs> so, is
1: is this is this the game that? Um... There's been rumours that there has that there's going to be a new boxing game for ages. Uh, is is this the one that's been touted? I think Eddie Hearn was the one that was
0: talking about it. Eddie Hearn has been kind of. I I want to say he's been doing what Eddie Hearn does best. He's been willing something into existence. I know he's spoken to EA uh, and things in the past because he's said so. Um, but he's also kind of said that nothing much has really been happening there. He has said they're trying to do other things, so this could be it. Um, there is nothing about Matchroom um, on eSports Boxing Club. It does mention that they partnered with the WBC, Rig Magazine, IBF, CompuBox, and more. Does Surely if Matchroom uh, are going to be in there, they wouldn't be in the and more bit. So that kind of makes me think maybe not. Um but it looks good. It looks good. The only th- the only thing I will say is, um, those screenshots that I've shown you, I did I were looking in comments, I can't find it, I was gonna bring the comment up, but it may have been on the original hat and tweet, but someone was basically saying these are renders, not actually we've not actually seen any in-game, in engine sort of footage, which then kind of makes you think, oh, okay, but so so we're looking at artwork and mock-ups. It might not actually look like that. Um mm-hmm. But but we can believe though. Let's have a boxing game. Ooh, I mean, yeah. I I am absolutely the the boxing equivalent of a glory supporter. Do I watch boxing all the time? No. Do I know anything about any of the boxers? No. Is Anthony Joshua in a fight? Am I going to watch it? Absolutely. Yes, please. <laughs> <Yeah. that's, laughs> to be fair, to a certain
1: degree, I'm exactly the same. Like I, I don't know the end. I don't live and breathe it. I can, I'm can. i more than happy to stay up and watch the the, the matches or anything like that, but I, I got into boxing from the games, not because I was a purist of the sport, so it kind of goes hand in hand. It's, it, it's very similar, actually, to how it came with golf. I was definitely playing Tiger Woods and PGA games way back when I could even know how to swing a golf club. I said, I used to piss out a Walker because he was out playing golf, we was out playing football, and now it seems to have come full circle, but I I... I, I, I imagine right picture this the year is 2023 right all the arenas are back open again we're able to do esports events and we're having esports boxing games how f- how fucking sick would that be
0: so, do you know what got me into boxing games got me back into boxing games again you're talking about arenas it was the american apprentice like in the uk you'll get like alan sugar going I want you to make a flower stall and sell flowers. And it's like, oh, great, that's super exciting. But in America, it's like, we've got the rights to Fight Night Round 3, the new game on the Xbox 360 in-house games console. And I was like, ooh. So that's what made me try Fight Night Round 3 because uh, I saw this. Anyway, they'd set up this event and they basically had uh, the full boxing ring set up with pods and podiums in the boxing ring. and people. So they did like an esportsy sort of tournament-y thing. Games. It was before. It was probably called esports. Anyway, look badass. So yeah, just that was amazing. Fucking get get me get, get me in arena. Fucking ten thousand people stood behind me like smash his teeth in.
1: That would that be so sick. Like you see all the time. You see Tekken tournaments. You see Street Fighter tournaments and stuff like that. I think. And I don't want to sound. I don't want to sound like I'm slagging off all the other fighting games, but I feel like this yes. would be so much more technical.
0: See that that my question was around the FGC there. So fighting game communities is, is is huge and has been passionate and around forever. Um but the fighting game community is based around the likes of obviously the, the Tekken's, the Dead or Alive's, the Street Fighters and and Mortal Combats and and whatever. So these games are similar in the fact that it's usually um uh what do you call them side is it side not side scrollers. Basically versus whatever that the, the description of that screen is one player on the ref, uh, left, one player on the right, and they fight each other. Yeah, maybe a bit of three Dness to them, but it's ge- genuinely, you're looking at almost a two Dish sort of uh, fight. Then there's super moves and powers and all this, and it's quick and it's fast paced. Would the fighting game community and the boxing community merge and meld together? Because we've already seen the fighting game community, no, the boxing community and. The YouTube community are having uh, struggles trying to merge together with the likes Mm -hmm. of the Logan Pauls, the uh, KSI's, and and so on. If those are struggling to merge, and that's just a broadcast function, would something like that? I mean, maybe... I think it might be difficult, you know.
1: The way way that I say it's going to be a lot more technical is because fighting games by nature are so fast. But if if you were to slow a fighting game down by, like, 50%, I think it's a completely different game because the fair enough. Like your your reaction time is the the reason why you'd end up winning most of the fighting games. Again, I'm not any I'm not I'm not part of the fighting games community clearly because I'm talking absolute shit. But if you were to slow a fighting game down by like fifty percent, I think it's a completely different game. Like you'd have a little bit more time to think about the combos that you're going to be doing, whether or not you're going to block, an attack. that's what I, that's why I think a boxing game could be a little bit more technical because it's not a fast-paced game. By any stretch of mind, you're going to be spending sixty percent of the time blocking, waiting for your opponent's energy to drain a little bit or miss hit, miss uh, miss throw a punch or something like that. I think it would be, for me, it would be a, a hell of a lot better watch than a fighting game. I, the the fighting game stuff blows my mind. If I I. I I can't actually remember the last time I played a proper fighting game, not a beat-up game, like when we was playing, an actual Street Fighter, a Tekken, a Dead or Alive fighting game. I was always so bad at them, I never really got into them. No, but I... as for a boxing perspective, I think the techni- how technical it would be, it's like watching a UFC match. I think they're a lot more technical, not a real <laughs> one. I mean, the, the game, I think that I don't really watch UFC. I don't particularly like it as sport. But a UFC fighting game, I think it's, it's just a case of, You've seen people going in and winning a match in five seconds because they've done the right thing. Shroom, at the right time. Superman punch, game yeah. over. <laughs> yeah, so I think when it comes down to a boxing game, I think it would be such a good watch as an esports game. Yeah, and it's... I hope we can see something like
0: that. We're absolutely not shitting on an FGC, by the way. Fighting games are huge, uh, and rightly so. I don't enjoy them because, for me, Street Fighter 2 wasn't. As for me, it wasn't at its best when it was an eSport. I liked it when we were kind of like a bit cat and mouse. You 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 didn't want to overextend. You didn't want to. Whereas if you watch fighting game community uh, broadcasts, it's it's kind of like (laughs) memorizing this insane. Like sequence of button presses, yeah. 30, thirty-five presses long, and you've basically got someone it, because he didn't block at that split second. You've got him in this like mega sort of like death. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I I would much prefer to watch something like. Um, uh, Boxing as an esport, but that said, maybe that's just because boxing is something that's already yeah. fully broadcastable. Maybe, maybe, maybe well, uh, if it
1: comes down to an esports side of it, and you could like imagine this you got to import your character and stuff like that. But when you go into an esports element, you get to it's all balanced stats, so like you won't have one fighter that's got or, like the stamina drains faster than the other one. I think that's the difference because in like a fighting game. You can you can smash all the buttons that you want. There's no stamina gauge. You can just keep on going as long as the punches are hitting and you their 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 health is deteriorating. But when it comes to like a boxing game, you always have a stamina bar, so you can't throw too many jabs. Otherwise, your like defense, it just non-existent. Like you can't throw anything else. You're literally just fighting for the ring. You're just trying to give yourself a little bit of a breather while the person's becoming a bit more offensive. I think if both of the if both of the stats were exactly the same, it would literally just be who's better at the game. And that's what I enjoy. That's what I want to see. That's why I like live land parties when it comes to anything. Because It's always just about the skill. It's always about yeah. judging split second decisions. And again, that's what boxing is like in real life. And I think that's why it could be a very, 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 very good eSports game if something was to get put forward like that.
0: Just imagine you're watching some eSports tournament. You've got the equivalent of the Shroud character. In a semi-final, winner gets through to the grand final of this tournament, and he's just playing um, some unknown guy from Hyde called Bobby. Um, yeah. I don't know if he said something else, but auto corrected it to Bobby, so we'll just run with that. Shrouds there, like full on uh, dancing before the, the the match starts, like ding ding. Bibi just blind closes his eyes, up cut, boom, one punch KO. <laughs>
1: he's out of there. <laughs> oh,
0: oh yes, please. Yeah. Oh, yes, please. Um, shout out to Pirate as well, because after talking about uh, Bateson and, and meeting uh, Ricky Hatton, he found the picture! <laughs> so there you go. Bateson and, hey. and Ricky Hatton uh, at the uh, empty hat, as you can see through all the blue seats in the background. <laughs> There's actually quite a lot of seats full there. I think it was like a Real Madrid-ish sort of game, so it was pretty full um, in one stand <laughs> Sorry, I realised I was being positive towards City and if I fired to take it back, so there you go. Anyway, anyway... Um, the whole point of all of that is that uh, we could have a boxing game soon. Once again, I'll show you the image. Esports Boxing Club. We will we will keep our eye on this. We'll keep you up to date with what we know. Um, Very excited. Yeah, it does look pretty good. Does look pretty good uh, exciting times exciting times uh, but that is the end of the scoop thank you everyone for joining us for yet another Monday of news appreciate you all being here uh, before we do start to wrap things up let me just jump up for the final comments um, I think most people are like that unless you're hardcore into boxing says Gary I'm assuming that's in the uh, um, only watching the uh, the big fights yeah, yeah 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 um, uh, Mike says, I've not seen you in a boxing ring, though. I mean, phew, all the time, me. All the time. <laughs> uh, I, I, absolutely. Yeah, right. yeah I, I, I mean, I've got no, no issues with going in a boxing ring. I can walk around a ring holding up a numbered card like nobody's business. <laughs> I uh, just
1: be on turnstiles, out of the turnbuckles like Cold uh, <laughs> with, with Steve Weisers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. i bit mean, waistcoat. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: if Eddie Hearn is behind the boxing game, then I can't wait to see if his dad backs a darts game. I don't know the meaning in that. <laughs> Um, boxing games are easy to get into and hard to master type of thing the barrier to entry is low very low compared to Street Fighter Tekken Virtue of Fire etc yeah, yeah I, I agree um, fighting games are all about frames animation times and character matchups a boxing games simpler in that respect skill comes in from timing and knowing what to do and when easier to watch and understand for the layman than a fighting game I need to see Gary Clark versus Garlic Clark if we get a boxing <laughs> game PPV obviously absolutely I mean we'll make it happen Well, ha- that can be the next invitational there we go uh, do you know what? I'll get I'll get our people to speak to Gary's people, and then Gary's people can figure out who Gar- Garlic Clark's people are, and then at that point we'll realise that fuck, I don't even know if this is legal anymore, and then we'll just we'll just we'll just have a fight. We could not in the game, not not real. I mean, I don't know. You never know. You never know. Depends if it gets all personal by that point. But that is for a different time. For now, though, we are going to wrap things up. Um what are we saying this afternoon, baby? Is there any games? Are we are we gaming? What's what, what's the is the, is the games? Do, the games, uh, do the, the games
1: at this moment in time? I'm not sure. I need to speak to someone first because I don't want to start a game and then realize that I have to jump off or something. My actual work stuff is done for today, so I'm free. However, I need
0: to speak to someone first. I need to speak to a man about a dog noise. Okay, well, we may be back with games. The easiest way of finding out is hitting follow on the channel right here on Twitch. It's free to do so. It doesn't cost you a penny. So if you have been lurking, you've liked the discussion, then feel free to hit follow because you'll get notified not only when we go live with a scoop every day, but every time we go live with additional content like video game streams too. So feel free to do that. Uh, before we do disappear, and if we do come back with games this afternoon, that would be lovely. If not, it'll be tomorrow. But before that happens, babe, is there anything that you would like to add?
1: Yes, of course. Thank you very much for joining us on the first episode of this week. If you do want to be involved with the show, there's two ways that you can do that. First of all, find us on social media. It's ads on across all major social media platforms. Second way, get into our Discord. There's an area in there called the Scoop. All we need from you. It's your, your thoughts and impressions, the URL. We can then give you our ah, thoughts and impressions on the very next
0: show. Which What's on tomorrow, Mr Grape? Well, tomorrow it would be at the uh, sprightly and early hour of 10 a.m. Ish, ish, ish. 10 a.m. ish. Uh, as mentioned we don't do this full-time this is our bit on the side so some some days we go live at 10am some days most days it's a bit later but but you know that is what it is we appreciate you all being here thank you pirate for the host enix uh for the sub and me for the sub nice me you welcome me thanks me. nice yeah, yeah. Uh, so if you do have any primes or hosts or even just a lurk lying around we appreciate everyone because you make this what it is uh we are going to disappear we may be back shortly if not we'll see you tomorrow at 10am ish until then have yourselves a fantastic day and stay frosty. Stay
1: frosty.